The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I have to share with you. I have to share with you a ma'aseh that I heard from Rabbi Shlomo Levinson, Levinstein, Shalita from Eretz Israel, a magnificent ma'aseh, something that I truly believe is incredible. He says that it was one time that a Jew in Bnei Brak, he was diagnosed with a terrible mahala, but to the extent that the doctors told him it spread, and they caught it too late, and they only gave him really a few weeks to live. So this Jew from Bnei Brak, he's thinking, what is he going to do? He walks out of the hospital after hearing what he just heard, and he stops for a minute. He thinks to himself, you know, in life, any time I ever had issues and problems, I always went out to Meron, to the kever of the Rajbi, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, with a Tehillim in hand, and I would sit there and pour out my heart, finishing the entire Sefer Tehillim by the Rajbi, and each and every time, like clockwork, I would come back, and there would already be Yeshuot waiting for me. I'm going to go to Meron. But this time I'm going to pray for myself and my health. I'm taking my Tehillim with me, and I'm going to pour my heart out there by Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai for Hashem, the Rofeh Hinam, to save me. The Rofeh Hinam. Well, on his way, he bumped into someone who was very close to Rechaim Kanievsky Shalita. And the person told him, listen, before you go out to Meru, you hear in Bnei Brak, you just heard this news. Stop for a few minutes. I'll get you the appointment. Go into Rebchaim. Go into the Gadol Hador. Go into the great Rebchaim Kanievsky. Get a biracha. He says, okay. I mean, it can't hurt. So, that afternoon, he goes in to Rebchaim Kanievsky. He comes into Rebchaim. And he says, Rebchaim, I just came from the hospital. This is what the doctors are saying. It's very serious. They're only giving me a few weeks to live. It spread everywhere. Rav Chaim looked at him and said, Ah, oh, Yeah, it is, this is serious. But then Rav Chaim looked at the man and said, Do you remember that I was in your house eight years ago? And the man's head drops. And the guy that brought him in, he looks at him and says, What? Rav Chaim Kanievsky was in your house? One sec. Why did you tell me this? The man shakes his head. He was by me, Taka, eight years ago. Rav Chaim smiles and says, Zogim, tell him, tell him, tell him why I came eight years ago to your house. The man begins to tell that some eight years prior, earlier, right when he got married, he married a wonderful girl, a wonderful wife, who came from a previous broken engagement. Oh, but that broken engagement wasn't from the smoothest of engagements, and when it was broken, things turned rotten. It didn't go too well. A lot of feelings were hurt. A lot of hearts were broken. And she and the other guy tried to get on with their lives. And sure enough, a short time later, she ended up meeting her husband. She ended up thanking Hashem for the broken engagement. Because when she finally met her real Zivugamiti, she saw, ah, this is Taka the real one. And she was happy. They got married. And a new couple in an apartment in Bnei Brak, they began to live their life. And then one evening, there was a knock on the door, and they opened the door. And who was standing by their door? The great Rav Chaim Kanievsky Shalita, standing by the door to their apartment. <laughs> I tell you, if he was standing by my door, I would have fainted. They would have had to bring out the smelling salts. Could you imagine? But no, Rav Chaim comes in, and this young couple sits down. Ken, Harav, Hagaon, I mean, Gadol Hador. What brings you to our house? Rabbi Chaim, he turns and he says, listen, recently 
your wife broke an engagement with this and this guy. I heard that the engagement was broken and there was a lot of hard feelings and hurt. Ever since the engagement was broken, this guy's family started coming down with all different types of sickness and mahalot. The guy himself went into a terrible depression. Terrible gezerot fell on this family. And I know it's because of the hurt and the broken heart of your kala, your now wife. Reb Chaim pulls out a piece of paper. He turns to the wife and says, please, forgive them. Forgive the guy. Sign over here at the bottom of the paper that you forgive them. You forgive him. Belev shalem. Completely. Wholeheartedly. She looks at Reb Chaim and she starts to get teary-eyed. And then she looks him in the eye and says, No, I will not forgive. You don't know how broken what they did to me. You don't know how messy of a broken engagement. Oh, what they did to me, the way they made me feel, the way they did it, the way they talked to me. They broke me to pieces. I will never forgive. Reb Chaim began to plead with the wife, Please, forgive him. Forgive him. Or Hashem, you found your husband. This is your real zivug. You're happy now. You have a beautiful home. A beautiful life awaits you. Forgive him. Let it go. She said to Reb Chaim, Reb Chaim, I can't say no to you. I'll sign the piece of paper, but I am telling you that in my heart, it's worthless. I will never forgive him until the grave. When Reb Chaim heard this, oy boy, what's he going to do? Reb Chaim began to talk to her till hours into the night. Till later on that night, finally, finally, she gave in. Finally, she turns to her and says, Okay, let me sign the paper. I'm ready. I'm ready to forgive him, but a real forgiveness. I'm ready to forgive him, believe Shalem. Reb Chaim, when he heard that, handed her the paper. She signed the paper, and she says, I forgive him. I forgive him. I really forgive him. Ah, Reb Chaim took the paper, turned to her husband, and said, Listen. Now that she forgave him, I want you to hold on to this piece of paper. Keep it by you. Keep it. And Reb Chaim left. So now, eight years later, Reb Chaim looks at the man and says, No, Atazocher, you remember? You remember that was in your house? The man says, Yes, I do. Reb Chaim says, So do you still have the paper that your wife signed? He says, Yes, I do. Reb Chaim told him, Go back home. Get the paper from your house. And take it with you to Meron. And when you come in front of Rabbi Shimon by Yochai, when you come in front of the Kever of the Rajbi, I want you to pull out that paper. And I want you to say, Bore Olam, remember this paper. This paper shows that my wife, she forgave the guy that broke the engagement with her. She enabled him to be able to go on to be somebody else's husband, to build a family. Bizchut this paper that my wife forgave him. Now give her her husband back. Now allow her husband to continue to be Megadela Mishpacha. The man said, okay. He went back home. He pulled the paper out from the back of a drawer. Back into the car, up to Meron, comes to the Kevir Bishimon Ba Yochai, begins to pour his heart out over Tehillim. And then he pulled out the paper and he said, Bore Olam, here it is. My wife signed on this paper. She forgave the guy. She allowed him to go on to be someone's husband. Now, please, give her her husband back. Send her husband a clean bill of health. And with those words, he finished his tehillim, got back into his car, and came back to Bnei Brak. A few days later, he comes back into the hospital for the next round 
Abidikot. And he insists that they take x-rays again. And they did. They took x-rays from head to toe. And they found absolutely nothing. Melach Timlach. Yes, that was the time of the Bet HaMikdash. Those korbanot were accompanied by salt. But today's korbanot, not Melach Timlach. Machol Timchol. That is the korbanot of today. Our korbanot today are the korbanot that comes through of forgiveness. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.